Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give him life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop his six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in. That's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of One Nation Radio. I'm your host, James Boyd. And with me is, as usual... I forgot the nickname I gave you. I think it was a Rufus Pete Rufus T Peabody. That's what it was. Rufus T Peabody. What's going on? Rick? What's going on? Not much, man. I'm just, uh, you know, moving more stuff around, trying to get organized over here, and you know, I can't really do much yet because we're still working on a place. But uh, we're, it's all coming together a little bit. I actually do have my preamp plugged in, and there is no hissing, so that's a good uh, change. So now I just have to find my um, my one eighth, uh, you know, output thing to be able to run James's audio in here, and then I'll be able to record this, this shit too. So uh, besides that, it looks like. The, the hell is frozen over james why do you say that because cm punk is uh, back in the world wrestling entertainment as bret hart would say in yeah. the SummerSlam, in the survivor series in the world wrestling entertainment i mean um, do you hear alvarez talk about the getting into this annoying semantical argument about whether or not he actually in fact works for wwe because his contract is with fox but it's he had to get. I mean, okay. we all know what it is, right? It's like, I understand. Like, te- yes, technically he does work for Fox or whatever else, but he doesn't get that job unless WWE uh, wants him to. If WWE wants him gone, he will be gone. Like, I'm sure he doesn't have to report to WWF or Vince per se, but effectively he works for WWE. It's not. I don't really yeah, understand don't, why he was so comfortable with that. But either yeah. way, because either way, I don't really care. Like he's going to be on a show that apparently no one watches. Um, just talk about like underwhelming. Talk about like, yo. So fresh out front, I don't care that CM Punk is like back in WWE, right? Right. But 
you know, do what you want. Obviously, he's about to get a nice bag, I would assume, out of this, right? One would think. But, um, and Rich Craze touched on this a lot on uh, the Voice of Wrestling flagship show. It's like, we got to, like, you know, realize, like, these guys are fucking workers. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's it's up to us for, like, building these people up as, like, and, and it ties in with Dan O'Brien resigning with WWE. Like, it's like, these guys are workers. They're going to do what they do to get paid and, you know, fall in line with, with Vince and WWE at times. And we can't really, you know, put our ideals and buy into the public personas of them, you know, because... If, if you think about it, CM Punk was like the epitome of like anti WWE for five years, and then that kind of just started slowly dissipating, and it, he would he became a symbol to talk about when the show wasn't good. That's why the CM Punk chants were there. Right. Uh, I think they're going to get worse uh, now. <laughs> so because mm-hmm. now people are actually going to want to see him too there, since they know he's actually around. Um. But it, but it's weird. Like, um, I, I don't begrudge him, but I, you know, when I first got the news, I was just sh- like kind of shocked, and then I was like, well, ultimately, he didn't want it. And when I say he didn't want it, is you know, we all kind of built up this thing that would happen for him when he would leave. You know, he would go to New Japan. He would uh, become one of the hottest guys in the world. And of course, imagine if that that happened over the last five years. Ultimately, he got to roll around in the UFC. Uh, he went to court with WWE a bunch of times, and you know, oh no, we, Rich, he went to court with WWE's uh, head uh, medical person or whatever else that WWE, WWE tried to ruin his life. But people wanted to act like he they didn't fund. Otherwise, they would have fired him most likely for all the stuff that came up in the thing like HIPAA violations, but we'll continue on. Right. And they tried to ruin his life. And if, if it's good enough for CM Punk to go back to, I don't, you know, that's, I'm not about to be like, why'd you do that CM Punk? But I can only react in disappointment because you would think that all the cool stuff that we felt like could have happened, isn't going to happen. It never was going to happen. Uh, every step of the way he was telling us that he had no interest in wrestling. Um, you know he's he's ultimately taking a bag to talk. He's not taking bumps right now. Um, that could change. You know I'm sure that's possibly in the future. Uh, but maybe he just didn't want that pressure of you know being out the ring that long. If say if he signed with AEW tomorrow, right? Like we're like all right now you got to go wrestle Kenny Omega. Now you got to go fight Cody. Now you got to go roll out of bed essentially and be who you were and maybe he didn't want that when i say ultimately he didn't want it and you know i'm still a cm punk fan always will be um i would be kind of perturbed and kind of taken aback if he ended up finally main eventing wrestlemania um for after this time because it's like I don't want the 2020 CM Punk main event in WrestleMania. I wanted the 2012 CM Punk main event in WrestleMania. I wanted 2013 CM Punk main event in WrestleMania. This company never got that. And nothing will ever change. Um, you know, that fact that that five years is gone. Um, CM Punk has always been like kind of an emotional center of a lot of fans of this era's fanhood because um, you know, along with that rock return, the guy that really was the glue was CM Punk. Uh, 
Um, and it's good that he's back in the business and it's going to be interesting. I'm going to check this show out just to see, you know, what he's on there saying. And I pretty much already know what he's going to do. He's going to go on there and bury shit and bury it in in ways enough where he's like, okay, you're just playing that character uh, on this show. But it's, uh, it's kind of underwhelming. Could have been so much more. And I don't know exactly like how people are going to feel about CM Punk going forward anymore, but, and it doesn't really matter. I, I, I would assume because either way he's getting the money now and CM Punk's, you know, it, it's been long rumored. CM Punk is a, you know, he's all about this, him, you know, he's all about the money. There's nothing wrong with that. Get your money. But it flies directly in the face of the, you know, the voice of the voiceless and all this anti-establishment when maybe just maybe CM Punk is the most establishment guy of them all. I wouldn't go that far. Um, Cause there's always a Corey Graves. There's always a Michael Cole. There's always a JBL, right? Uh, Booker T a Mark Henry. I can go on the list for that, but I think that it's going to be interesting to hear him. I think that he's going to do the job. Otherwise, why would he sign up for it? And by doing the job, I mean, people think he's going to just tear the show to shreds every time he's on the, on there. I don't buy that. Like, I think that remains to be seen. Um, mm-hmm. So, for me, I, I'm interested to see like how it first starts out and then go from there. Um, but I'm not holding my breath thinking that he's going to be like, you know, pointing out some of the the fact, like the glaring plot holes, or the or the lack of continuity from week to week, or nonsensical character motivations on the show, or wrestler motivation, whatever you want to call it, superstar motivations. Um, so I th- I think, or pointing out like, oh, somebody got put into, you know, uh, let's say for example, Lacey Evans gets put into the Survivor Series, but meanwhile Nikki Cross has to win a match and get put in. <laughs> how is that fair like i don't think any of that is gonna cu- i don't think i don't think that's gonna happen we'll see though um now as far as him being back i don't know like i definitely felt like if he was gonna was gonna return there would be much bigger um a lot more bali than this but you know uh, like, like he goes weird. into this soulless, like, TV studio, no fans there, his music playing, Paige in the background just, like, you know, laughing and, and dancing, and Samoa Joe's just sitting there with the smug look on his face, and he said he was back to, uh, he said, just when you change the, you know, he did a Roddy Piper line and said he's going to change the culture. I don't know how you change the culture at WWE backstage, like, what? How? What culture? Okay, so I wouldn't say. I mean, maybe this is culture, but like he's one of the more influential guys. Like, look at the people that have been hired by WWE over the last five, six years, and that's definitely is tied to Daniel Bryan and, and, and CM Punk. So, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. But I think the thing for me was just. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the product is so zapped that it, it it they could dust off 98 Austin and wouldn't fix this shit. So it's like for me, it's like I don't like that cool. And maybe he, you know, maybe this is another situation where it's kind of like the WWE or the 2K games where they have no 
they really are interested and then all of a sudden they get the buzz and people start talking about it and then, then it, you know, it starts to become Vince's idea and then there's, you know, there's back and forth and then boom, we have, we have a, a Sting, a Goldberg, a, um, a CM Punk, but right. Ultimate Warrior also, also counts in that too, but, um, I just remember going back to after he left and he mentioned that like they never called me to come back or anything. They never said like, you know, we want you to come back or anything. They just, you know, I left and then I got my, my termination papers on my wedding day. Um, so for me, it makes me think like they never thought that much of him to begin with, even though he was at worst a number two guy in the company for, you know, for two, three years. So, now at this point, I'm wondering now that that's, you know, five years passed and I guess the funny idea is thinking like now we have the big dog and we have and we have the architect that that's that um, that we don't need, you know, the voice of the voices or the second city saying or whatever or whatever else other stuff that Michael Cole um, calls him, um, I guess, you know, that's that's kind of how. You know, they've always saw him as he was somebody that was a necessary evil for the time. And there was always supposed to be a heel promo. And they didn't realize it's babyface promo because that's how out of touch they are and have been. And it accidentally made a star because everything they do whenever there's any type of stardom is on fucking accident. Um, And this was one of the first ones um, when we were watching or got back into watching. And I didn't realize that at the time. It just was like <laughs> when I was watching it was like, yo, because I hadn't been a WWE watcher. I thought most right. of the John Cena shit was corny. Right. Um, and when I heard this dude, you know, kicking that real as it felt, you know, <laughs> it was like, oh, shit, the light bulb went off. Right. I, I fucking get it. This right. guy is special. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing I'm saying like. I don't know like there's all this speculation and stuff and uh, personally it's like given what we you know kind of what I've went over I just feel like I don't think that stuff's on the, it's on the table but like I just I'm not holding my breath for it to happen um because like I don't think anything good comes of it and also I just don't I think like it would I, I feel like the time is almost passed on that now now but like and also maybe maybe something where I'm kind of like the AEW thing, like if he was ever going to wrestle, that's where it makes the most sense to wrestle again. Yep. Um, now granted, uh, the times have changed so much that now it's actually easier for him to main event a WrestleMania just by walking in, um, in theory than it was when he was the second top, second fucking guy in the company. Um, but, I, I don't know, man. I almost right, feel like that. I almost feel like that's done almost. I'm yeah. like, I, I'm I, I'm still I'm not holding my breath for him to wrestle even though he's doing this thing. Like I just I obviously you see all the dots, and you see how easy it is for for it is to connect them. But I'm still just like I'm not believing until I see it. That's that's kind of where my where I'm leaving it at for now. Anyway, I think eventually he's gonna wrestle. 
Um, now who's to say when? I mean, WrestleMania or Saudi Arabia? Oh, oh, I, I also, uh, he said he'd never do a Saudi Arabia show, but oh, he did. No, he, yeah, he said that like a month ago. He also said uh, he'd maybe less. Back, so correct. Um, <laughs> so now the I don't think it was a coincidence that they did that announcement, even though it was you know after midnight on a Tuesday on a show no one watches. I don't think it's a coincidence that the next day was the WrestleMania pre-sale. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's a coincidence, you know, and, you know, if if they can sell a couple extra tickets with, with that, off that hope, you know, well, I mean, they might as well. Well, in theory, if that's what they're going for, why don't they just hold it off and have him come out at, like as soon as all the pyro goes off for Survivor Series to cut a promo? And like, that's just a week later, and you would still, you know, that would also like give you a bigger impetus to make you think that they're going to, he's actually going to do a, a match, which would sell you more tickets in theory, right? Then, oh, he showed up on this talk show and now we have to go through all the other stuff to get him into the ring as opposed to he just comes out to Chicago says hey goodbye or whatever else and you know bro you know how weird that would have been if like alright say they open Survivor Series right and then this cult of personality starts playing he fucking walks out everyone loses their shit and then he explains that um I'm going to be on WWE backstage I feel like the whole crowd would just be like what like nah, he would start you didn't even have to do it like that he comes out. He he, he could do his, do his version of what they do with Hulk Hogan when he comes out for a WrestleMania or a Saudi show, and then after that, you put out the press release. You know, similar to when they had 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 uh, Rousey come out at the end of Royal Rumble 2018, and then they put out a press release saying like, "Oh yeah, she's going to be doing X Y Z." I I don't see why I'm, I don't think people would be upset about that. People would been like, first off, you didn't even know he was going to get get that surprise. He'd be so damn happy that he's doing anything. And then yeah, you tell him, yeah. oh, yeah, you're doing whatever else after that. And then you still have the hope that, well, he's already on TV as opposed to this way around. And also, like, it drives more people to want to immediately, you know, log on to the network, resubscribe. You know, that could get you a couple thousand people to resubscribe or whatever else and tune into the pay-per-view. Because I don't yeah. know what the hell Sunday Night Football game they're dealing with uh, next uh next Sunday, but I'm sure it's going to be big and have playoff implications because they're at right at the point of the year where they start flexing games. Man, that Cody Rhodes was ahead. Like, he told us months ago, I wouldn't be shocked if he went back to WWE. Mm. And that's kind of what happened here. Um, so, shocking, but, like, disappointing at the same time. <laughs> Just, like, you could have done so much cool shit. Like, and it's all gone. So, well, um, in theory, if he were to come back to wrestling, and something approaching, uh, uh, resembling like a let's say a you know Jericho thing, where you know he does stints of three months or six months or whatever else, he has room to still do that. Like he's never wrestled, or or at least on WWE, like you know, not a full program. He's never done a program with Seth or Roman. He had the stuff with Daniel Bryan back, and Daniel Bryan's a whole entire different monster now. Um, never, never did stuff with Bray Wyatt except for like the Nexus stuff. Um, Brock, they could always go back to the Brock thing. Um, there's a bunch of stuff, things for him to do. Um, but 
Are we yeah, gonna have a to, bunch of are, stuff. Are, are we gonna have to watch him wrestle Triple H in struggle matches? Why? Why would we do that? We saw him leave before after doing that. Why would they do that? Why would they bring that up again? <laughs> because like they would tell that they would tell that story and be like, you know, like you quit because you didn't want to face me and you know, they they would you know what type of warp shit they would come up with. And they, they would literally rehash, you know, the podcast and everything about Triple H and no. yeah, it here's would a, be here, fucking here, weird. Here, here's a better This one. is like alternate reality. Here's a better one. If you want to have a bad match at WrestleMania involving a McMahon, have him fight Vince. And you can cut the same. You can have him cut the same r- relative stuff with uh, um, with Vince McMahon and Hogan at WrestleMania 19. He's like, you know, this son of a bitch testified against me, or this, you know, you have CM Punk say this son of a bitch, you know, funded a, a lawsuit against me. Yeah. If you want to go that route, if you want to go through all that, then go ahead and do a straight to Vince. He'll end up fighting Shane in that scenario because Vince too old. Oh, yeah, Vince ain't also, coming to fight know, nobody. Also, best in the world. Correct. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know, man. Like, yeah. It, I guess it's the safest route for him. You know, he, he can get he can get some checks. Don't take no bumps. Uh. And ultimately, CM Punk's gonna do what the fuck CM Punk wants to do, as you know, his career has has proved. Um, so maybe, maybe it works out, you know, maybe the fans get some type of enjoyment out of this and, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, be a sourpuss about it. So, um, yeah, CM Punk is back. I, I imagine, you know, one day, you know, I remember we did an emergency podcast when he quit and walked out. I never imagined that five and a half years later, maybe almost six years later, we'd be talking about him in such hushed tones. Like, yeah, this is what ended up happening. So, um, like this. Uh, but anyway, just back to because it, it was funny because you were talking. Um, or you played me the Tory Lanez mixtape um, the other day, mm-hmm. and I listened to it today, and <laughs> it made me think of like if they actually were to go ahead with the like, best in the world versus best in the world. CM Punk versus Shaman Man. It, it'd be full on like um I can't remember what song he was, but like I, I remember a specific line where he says, uh <laughs> you you really got some audacity, you disgust me. Like that's that, that is some yeah. real like dude, like that is worse than it, I don't know how maybe it's cause we're now so far removed from giving a damn about like the, the everyday or every week's the week stuff about WWE. Um that like but I don't see how this isn't worse than AJ versus versus Shane if they were to actually do Oh my do god. How would that Maybe, not be worse? This would be Oh man. So all right. So just for context for those that don't remember, AJ Styles is like a wrestler of the year worldwide in WWE, which is like that seems like that would be impossible to happen right now. Was I mean, do you do you see that ever changing anytime soon? Where we have another wrestler of the year worldwide out of WWE main roster? No, no. Yeah, like, <laughs> like what's gonna happen is either someone's gonna keep shooting themselves in the foot, getting booked terribly, or they're not gonna get the opponents. Right, and. I think what's going to happen is like, you know, like, okay, now back to what AJ Styles was. Like, he was like hotter than the sun all throughout 2016. And then you're waiting for him. Like, at, you know, he loses the belt at Royal Rumble. And then you're like, oh, shit, they did this so he could like just get moved around. And then 
you know, he ends up with Shane McMahon after being the wrestler of the year and the opener of WrestleMania. If anybody should have been pissed off, it should have been him. And AJ Styles has not been the same since that match. Um, I don't know what, you know, I, I'm not saying he got injured or anything from that, but you can draw a line from his performance in WWE. Um, you know, he still had a really good year in 2017. I still think he was WWE's best wrestler in 2017. Yeah, we he actually, at the end of that year, <laughs> ended up winning it on that closing stretch because uh, Strowman had cooled off after um, after he lost to Lesnar, of course, right? Um, <laughs> and then and then AJ went out there and because of, you know, the mumps and meningitis thing that happened with um, the Brooksville boys, uh he had to, he, you know, he flew in from like Argentina or some shit to have that four and a quarter with, uh, with Finn Balor. Yeah. Then he, you know, then he had like maybe the, the only good match that Jinder had in 2017. <laughs> uh, and then he had the, this, this, and then he had that great match with Brock, um, at Survivor Series when like he pretty much saved SmackDown at the end of the year. So, he he stole it from Braun Strowman at the end of the year. Yeah, uh, at the end of the year. Yeah, and so like that's kind of it's kind of like the oh. Well, and I, then I he say, just I has a like solid fe- year. I think, year fe- I think fe- things fell off for him um, later than that. I would probably say once we got after like TLC last year, where we got that great match with him and um and Brian, like. That's pretty much like a thing where, like, before we used to, it was, you know, every single month it was a great match with AJ Styles. Then it turned into, um, like, 2017 and forward, or after that, after WrestleMania 33, it turned into about every month you have a great match. And now, like, since that TLC last year, it's like he has a great match, like, every six months. <laughs> yeah. Like, so. It's yeah, it's like he's clearly in decline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going the wrong way. Like, and it's been a rough year for AJ. We actually had a a pretty big like discussion in our group chat about you know because I felt vehemently, strongly that AJ Styles was washed up, and I'm like, you look at what he was and compared to what he is now, I would consider that washed. Now, you know, I think that's a bit harsh. I just say I just say decline. I don't think it's extreme as washed. When I think washed, I think like. I think I think a Nakamura one I think washed. Oh man, yeah. I I don't think he's 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 stooped to the Nakamura level yet. But <laughs> it ain't to far, the Nakamura level. Look, it ain't far off because <laughs> like like bro, you remember how mad I was after SummerSlam? Uh, which SummerSlam? This year, uh, when when oh. you know him and Ricochet, like I yeah, was like, yeah. what? Yeah, and I still. I, I, the funny part, like, I should be even more upset than you were because, like, I saw their TV matches. Their TV matches were fire. Like, one of them was like one of the best TV matches of the year. And this is a this hasn't been as that like the this has actually had some pretty good TV matches this year. But the fact that like they had that they showed that kind of chemistry on a Raw, and then they say, "Yeah, let's take it to SummerSlam and do less." It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? Like, and I don't mean I, when I say y'all, I don't mean Ricochet or AJ Styles. I mean the bookers and the in the producers that put this match together and laid that shit out. I don't get it, but yeah, um, we you were talking about how rare it was for somebody to you know be in the main roster of WWE and win you know be the best wrestler in the world, arguably, like for a year. Like I'm looking through the I'm looking through the the uh, the Observer. Uh, you know, Russ of the year, the Fez and um, Flair, 
And like the last person to do that besides H.A. was John Cena in 2010. Wow. And that was like, you know, that was that's a whole nother era. That's the that's isn't that the height of Nokiaism? Um, no, Nokiaism was earlier in that decade. They were just in the dark ages. They were in the dark in ages. 2010. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like that's that's kind of where they were. Like New Japan wrestling, even though it was always great, like or always very very good at least, like it hadn't gotten to where it is now over the last you know let's say three four five years yeah so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be um you know <laughs> interesting you want to know something well, real funny what mystico was the two, one to flare war in 2006 yes mystical cmll yes 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 it was can, wide open back could then. you imagine the original Sinkara? Like from what we saw of him, he was the best wrestler in the world. Arguably, can you imagine? I mean, the first time we ever saw him, like he looked like the best wrestler in the world. Like, <laughs> man, did the bad. Oh yeah, we can we can talk about the other Sin Cara uh, asking for his release oh, along God. with Oni Lorcan. Um, but Mystico, uh, the other Sin Cara. I remember the first time we saw a match from him. He was wrestling Primo, I believe, on Monday Night Raw. One of the, one of the Cologne cousins. Bro, when he did that backflip off that man's chest, I was like, hold on, bro. I ain't never seen Ray Mysterio do this shit. Like, <laughs> so it was like, yo, this dude. And that was the first time I saw a Spanish fly. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> so that was, you know, you said he won that award. That was five years before that. So yeah. I can yeah. imagine uh, what this dude was then. Yeah, fair enough, I guess. But you know, once you start, once, not, once you start not, r- fucking around with Vince, <laughs> not even Vince. Like it, that was one of the rare occasions where it's like, look, Vince buried that dude in like, yeah, I I see. Like, yes, that dude was talented, but like he didn't put in his half. And I'm not. And like, I'm very wary of when they hire a foreign wrestler and then get upset with them when they don't learn English fast as if like, you know, Vince could go and learn another fucking language and stay himself in some type of record time. Um, but when he, look, um, there were things he was doing. Like he kept fucking up in matches, botching stuff, huge botches. Remember he's like called, they were called a sin botcher or botch Cara. Then there was the ones incident where like they had to stop a match because he dislocated a finger. And I was like, look, well, Alberto Del Rio was not happy. I understand you pro wrestlers are all tougher than me. However, um, I I just imagine that's one of those things where you get laughed at in the locker room and in disgrace for 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 not wrestling through that for dislocating the finger. Yeah, they'd be like, "Hey, man, pop that shit back in." Right, M- much like NFL players do. Mm-hmm. But you know, whatever. So, so from the other uh, Sinkar to the new Sinkar, so he asked for his release. Uh, I saw the writing on the wall. He was never going to get used. I believe he's 42 years old. And used this well. Is, they were using yeah. him on TV to be a, to, for him to lay down for Andrade and Zelina in mixed, <clears throat> uh, mixed tag matches lately. Yeah, and, you know, he's never going to get pushed in this company. So, <laughs> I mean, I would ask for my release, too, if I was him. Um, and I thought that, you know, He's always like been a cable wrestler, you know. He's a little bit older now, so I don't know where he goes. I, I would assume he's gonna work forever, like in Mexico, or he can go to Puerto Rico. Uh, of course, you know, Carlos Cologne, he'll you know 
pick up somebody down there. But um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think ROH might might give him a call, and you know, of course, he'll probably go back to his uh, his other gimmick. So, Unico? Uh, maybe he might be Unico, like you know, something like that. I, so, I always like Unico I, more. <laughs> I, I I just want to talk. You know, take a minute to uh, talk about the legacy of Sinkar James. Oh and, man, here we go. You know, go ahead. You know, the undefeated backstage shoot fighter, Sinkara. So, what's his record? Um, I believe it's like at least three and zero. Okay, if I'm not you, mistaken, what are the three. Do you remember? So, I heard he put the beats on Sheamus. I've heard he that was the Yoshitatsu. No. So Yoshi got him too. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. So remember, I remember Brandon believe... Marshall was talking about uh, popcorn muscles. Yes. Shame is popcorn muscles. <laughs> <laughs> new, shits, new shits are for cosmetic use only, apparently. I, I believe he gave Jericho a sample of it. Mm. I believe he also gave. Uh, so does that? So by the, so this by transit of logic, does that mean that like he also gave a piece of Goldberg? <laughs> Sinkar tougher than Goldberg. That's exactly what that means. Um, and he also uh, gave the work to Simon Gotch, I believe, backstage oh, yeah, in that's catering. Right. That's right. So the legend of Sinkar, like, just, just don't fuck with that dude. WWE's lucky he asked for his release because if they wanted to get rid of him, I just want to know which one of them was walking up to him and telling him he can't come back no more. Yeah, like that. You give him that call when you make sure he's at the house on the off yeah. day. Like, Correct. He, like you don't do that while he's at the airport. They <laughs> might book a flight. <laughs> so, uh, in other news, I uh, just found out uh, Oni Lorkin also uh, asked for his release, James. So, like, yeah. what's in the water in, in in this company, man? Like, just think about this whole year. All these people that have asked for their releases or came out on Twitter. And in addition to Jordan Miles saying he quits WWE and, you know, he was, you know, quite profane about it on Twitter. And I almost kind of prefer the, uh, the the Jordan Miles method as opposed to some of the other methods uh, that worked on Twitter. You saw how well it worked out for Luke Harper and um, Mike Kanellis and, you know, everybody types up these we are the world messages and they're so thankful. And then all of a sudden, you know, they got. Uh, six to eight months added on their contract. They're not, they're getting buried and just whatever. Jordan Miles is pretty much like, nah, fuck y'all. Like, I quit. And, you know, whatever. But uh, we're going to see what method actually works. But uh, what do you make of this Lorkin thing now? Like, I mean, he's clearly a super talented dude. Like, he's one of my favorite dudes um, that was in that tag division. Like, there are a few things I enjoy more than the Oni Lorcan hot tag where he starts slapping that face and doing crazy whatever the fuck uh, flip dives over the top rope. He was awesome in that way. Um, and he was very good in 205 Live, um, you know, playing a heel while also, you know, in a babyface tag team on NXT, um, you know, con- continuity. Um, but, you know, dude's talented. Dude has a really good physique. Um, I don't know how old he is. How old is he? I mean, he seems like somebody's been around for a while because, like, he's thirty four. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that may, it sounds about right. Like but he's knocking on the door of like, yo, yeah. this is like my last run of years, I guess. Yeah, uh, um, what is going to be? Yeah. So, so, so I, I, I feel like somebody in in it's weird because with NXT on two hours, 
and NXT also bringing in the 205 Live guys and having the Cruiserweight title being having um, NXT attached to the name now. He seemed like somebody that would kind of become a semi-regular on the show, a staple of the show in a way. Um, and maybe that's maybe he's at a point where like not even that's enough anymore. So I, I heard some some rumors about NXT. Like there are some people that they're going to like to try to get them more money now. Mm-hmm. Um, and but the deal with NXT now is they're treating them like the main roster guys. They're like, yo five-year contracts to keep you out of AEW, essentially. And then there are some people that are turning down these five-year contracts because they don't want to be locked up like that. So mm-hmm. um, it's going to be just, you know, there's more moving pieces here. Uh, I'm going to pose to you a question I saw on Twitter. Um, you know, back in, like, 1998, Eric Bischoff went around, you know, he was, you know, having a dick measuring contest with, like, his ego apparently and he stood up in the wcw locker room chewed out rick flair told him no one's ever drawn money except like hogan and uh meanwhile flair flair was sitting right there um and it was like the height of like disrespect essentially and what he did in the locker room was like anybody wants their release i'll give it to you and you know a couple people Mm -hmm. took him up on it and one of the people was like raven Gave him his release right away. Uh, I think so. You can go to WWE and WWF and immediately start jobbing in '99. I think he went back to ECW first. Oh, okay, all right. So now I'm wondering if Vince McMahon, like, <laughs> he fucking lost his mind, right? And went in the locker room and was like, and, and imagine Carter. Get, and, it, get with it or get rolled over. Oh my god, yes, yes. So it was like, if anybody doesn't want to be here, you can have your unconditional release. Mm-hmm. How many of the WWE roster, now keep in mind that's NXT UK, that is NXT, that is 205 Live, that is the Largo Loop, that is Raw, SmackDown, and everything, all points in between. So I'm not sure how many wrestlers that would be. I would probably say that's over 300, right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 250. Are we including like developmental talent like in the PC or people that we that have been on? Sure. TV? Uh, I guess just people who have been on TV. People, okay, uh, so that's probably like 200 people that's been on TV, right? 100, at least 150, right? How um, many of them would say, you know what? I'll take I'll take the release. Ooh. At the rate this is going, I okay so. Well, the, num- the number is over twenty easily. Um, I said a conservative forty. Well, my thing is, if I were one of them, I'd leave. I'd get out my contract just so that I can become a free agent and see if I can resign. Mm-hmm. At the worst, like there's a bidding war. There's th- like Ring of Honor pa- is paying people money. Like, <laughs> like what did they pay? Uh, fucking fucking Taven, right? <sighs> Um, they paid so, him three times the NXT money. That was the uh, statement on that. Yeah, so we think he's getting like $300,000 or some shit like that, right? Probably. Yeah, so, all right. So, just from that. Oh, no, it's more than that. I forgot. I forgot. I, we talked about it before. But um, how much are NXT guys getting? $100,000 or, or what is it? On $150 or $200? I would probably say like $150 if I had to guess. Okay, so like we, okay, so we think. I forgot what the conversation, but like he's getting, you know, somewhere between three hundred thousand to half a million dollars a year, Taven. So 
if you are Champa, Gargano, um, Riddle, at this point now, Keith Lee, after the last few months, um, Dijakovic, or Dijak, whatever you want to call him, uh, if you're anybody, if you're anybody that has showcased your resume on a takeover over the last couple of years, right? Um, the revival, whatever else. You get out, you if I were them, I'd get out just so that I can test free agency because I know I'm going to get a better deal than whatever I have right now. And then if I go back to WWE, I go back to WWE. That's fine, but at least leave so at least get you know get out of your contract so you can get yourself a better deal. So I'm going to say if we're just going to talk about the people that um, that are just miserable or whatever else, then you know or just want out, just you know go to Japan or go to wherever else. Um, it would have to be at least like twenty percent of the roster, at least minimum. Yeah, yeah. at least. Yeah, because the thing is, this is a even if the company was booked well, they have too much fucking talent and too many people that know they're talented yeah. to sit at the end of the bench and be you know and be Sami Zayn being a cheerleader and, and manager and geek for and heater for Nakamura. That's nonsense. And That's this one is of the best that we, in the world. And, and, he, and he's a great promo doing heel or baby face stuff. And they do jack shit with him. Like, there are too many of those around. And I'm not, and I'm, and even if they were using him to his, the best of potential, I see him to be a, as someone that is a solid, a solid mid card or a person that eventually could be a secondary belt champion and can actually do meaningful things with the secondary belt. That's the landing spot for Sami Zayn. I don't think Sami Zayn can be the top guy in main roster WWE. I never thought that. But I thought that dude did such great work that, like, he has a he's taller and has a better physique than Daniel Bryan while while being a more, spe- a more spectacular wrestler than Daniel Bryan and can have about the same quality of matches as Daniel Bryan. So why wouldn't he be as be able to do the same things, some of the same things that Daniel Bryan can do, where Daniel Bryan is like a first ballot WWE Hall of Famer. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, obviously, you know, these people realize the kind of skill they have. They realize like the kind of people that are getting pushes, and then they realize what's going on, you know, on the other side of the of the of the uh, fence. Of course, you want to try that out and, and, and put, you know, whatever amount of time of prime they feel like they have left to the test to, you know, try to get some value out of doing things their way and having more say so on their career. Like, so, but, and that's even if WWE was like, you know, was being booked like NXT or AEW or New Japan or Stardom or wherever else that is, that is ran competently. Like, when you throw in that, like, this place is, a, is just a fucking. One of the pool of hell. One of the yeah, I was gonna say one of the rings of hell. If if it's even if it's when it's like this, it's gonna be even more people that are gonna be like, yeah, nah, man, this ain't worth it. I want to get out. So yeah, I can definitely see at at least twenty percent of the the people that are signed to WWE on TV wanting out. Jesus, they have too much talent for their own good. Yeah, and this is something we talked about on this show for a long time, like the hoarding, the um, you know, just. Too, too many, too many butts, not enough chairs. <laughs> so yeah, that, it's it funny because we were, you know, you watched, you made me watch that freaking Antonio Honda and uh, Lulu Pencil gotta move match again for the second time, and it was great. they were playing. There you go. 
that match turned into fucking musical chairs, and yeah, this is what it is. Like, not enough chairs, too many butts. Yeah. One Asian radio, too many butts. Too many butts. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so... Do you want to transition on to the festivities yes. that are happening for the fall now? Oh, I, I, I think it's a perfect time. Oh, man. Speaking of... Uh, not knowing what the fuck's going on with their booking and everything. All right, so this year's edition of in it, of a uh, Survivor Series is as you as you know as you say it's um or as we've known for the last few years it's a battle of brand supremacy. We have all these brand supremacists uh, trying to see who you know who belongs to the top brand and you know much like last year's um, there are no stakes involved. Uh, well, actually, I'm sorry. There were stakes involved that were teased last year, and then you know SmackDown went one and six on on the show, and then there turned out that never mind that there were no stakes involved. We just never mind the one, never mind the story, never mind nothing. Yeah, yeah. The SmackDown got their ass whooped. Yeah, so now SmackDown is a show, so we'll see how that goes now. Um, but with the you know with the Saudi Arabia playing situation nxt had to get involved and now we have nxt thrown into this so nxters are doing double duty between um war games where we have hills hill teams versus face teams fighting in a cage you know technically um no dq and whatnot with weapons and whatnot and then the next night some of these same hills and faces from the opposing teams will then put it all to the side for nothing, literally nothing. For nothing, for pride. I, I, I guess I don't even think it's that much. Um, so, I, I really fucking weird. Like when you, when you, like, it's, it's always <laughs> weird. But now with NXT involved, it gets even more weird because like now you're like you're putting Vince's bullshit into into NXT's universe. So it's like now you're making NXT like make less sense, and that's not what I want. I want I want like. They're look. They have to know. They did a fun commercial that said "No BS." Watch NXT, <laughs> and now Vince's shenanigans are all like they're, they're we got all main on the roster show. people. We we got we got people just getting dropped left and right backstage, like uh, by one person, know, by one person that we never found out who who it was, was. Bailey. Look, it was assumed to be Bailey. Bailey so, took out. By herself, Shayna, and, and these people are laying feet apart from each other. Well, so it's like nobody saw no one coming. Like nobody w- was like, "Hey, get help!" Some nothing. Like <laughs> yes, yes. Like she took out in one segment. She took out Jessamine, who was like ten feet away from Marina, who was somehow ten feet away from Candice as well, even though. Two of those people are heels. The other people are made face and they hate each other's guts. Okay. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Whatever. Um, she's a goddamn ninja. People are all around the, all around the full cell area wondering what happened to, to her. It's very similar to, you know, these ninjas. Like, I, I want to know. the. I want to go to the Johnny Gargano, um, Pamela Martinez school of... Infantry and ninjury. That's what. That's what I want to see because I need to know how to. <laughs> I need to know. Look, I need to know that these shit skills. was. That shit was Harvin Marison like. Oh, you know. 
Yeah, man. I don't, yeah. It, like, do you think? Do you think when she would appear and reappear, like she would have like the smoke bomb, and she would just uh, she would drop the smoke bomb, appear, all right, shot you, to the back of the neck, drop another smoke bomb, disappear, and then come back, you know, in and out? Do, or do you think? Do you just, remember Mortal Kombat? Do you remember the character Smoke? Yes. So maybe Bailey is like teleporting. Like literally just going through the bottom of the screen and then popping up like behind them. Oh, so and magic. I'm. I was going more with like, what if she's just you know distracting people with you know with sleight of hand stuff and you know getting people to, like she like all of a sudden she's like almost like Metal Gear Solid where like she's throwing stuff into the into the eyes into the vision cone of the of uh the you know the the uh, uh the enemy and then while their back is turned all of a sudden she come right behind and choke the shit out of them and land. <laughs> Like, I, I, I'm wondering. I'm trying to figure Look, this out. What if, what if she went full Enter the Dragon, and then she she came there, and all of a sudden there were a bunch of mirrors around, like each of the uh, you know people that she's squaring off with, and then they're looking around and they don't know where she's at, and then she just clobbers their ass. You know, I mean, we we made all the jokes about about all the fiction. We may as well go with the full Marvel. Maybe she has a space stone. Maybe she can just dip in and out between quick spaces. I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But um, but yeah, quite, quite funny. I, I, yeah, it's it's all mixed up. Yeah, um, and they don't and they don't even have shit announced yet. Like so, because they they don't know what they're gonna do yet. Like I think the men's NXT team isn't even established yet. Um. I was like, I had it up earlier. Uh, you cover for me for a second. I can pull it back. Yeah. Again. So. The men's NXT uh, isn't established. I believe they just locked in the title match this week, so they're doing Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan. And if you listen to this show uh, for any That's amount of not time, official yet. It's oh, not. It, no, it's been actually it's been announced. It's been announced, okay. but like it, they they did an angle, or they didn't do an angle, but like they built towards, but it wasn't even official even as of Friday. Gotcha. After Friday's show. Um, yeah, but- <laughs> so so you know exactly why that's happening if you've listened to this show for any period of time. Um, yeah. You know, about to give give this man a smooth L and another smooth L. Uh, I I anticipate Daniel Bryan to uh, be challenging for the title again at the Royal Rumble and losing, uh, and then uh, not appearing in the Royal Rumble match. So yeah. Um, so so check this out, right? WWE. All right. So, obviously, the first match, the main event is going to be Brock versus Ray, right? Okay. Um, singles, the stipulation next to it, it says, stipulation for, or sorry, uh, singles match for WWE Championship. Then you have the theme, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan, uh, singles match for the WWE Universal Championship. Did you now, see they changed the belt? Yeah, it's blue now. Okay, fine. I, I expect that to happen. Um, it's a bit of a darker blue than I expected, but whatever. Okay, hmm. so... Any, you have anything else to add about the, the big blue belt? I'm just waiting. So, too bad the Ultimate Warrior died. <laughs> Why? So you can bring out his. So no, no, no. You need what we really need is, <laughs> like if. So I just want to see the yellow belt, the yellow strap. So so they'd be like, that's what the NXT belt would look like if they didn't have their own design. Oh my god! <laughs> that's what they. That's what the yellow belt would look like. The big yellow strap. Oh yes. my god. Uh, so I'm sure if I uh, sure if I like Google image that I can find what a yellow WWE belt will look like, but whatever. Um, so 
then after that, the second match for the top or the second match that's not uh, for any of the top titles is uh, the women's the triple threat between the women's champions. And the stipulation is brand supremacy triple threat match. <laughs> what? It's called a brand supremacy triple threat match. Like that Becky and in, in, uh, Shayna and Bailey match is called a brand supremacy triple threat match. The the match between the tag champions, that's also called a brand supremacy triple threat. Except it's a triple threat tag match. All right, uh, it's it's all, all these matches are no DQ, so I'm just anticipating fuckery everywhere, which is funny because all you know, in the old days when there would be like champion versus champion matches, there would be like DQs or some type of fuck finish to get out of it, right? Mm-hmm. All these matches have no, like, rules. So, like, are they going to do a DQ anyway? Like, it, have they learned a lesson? You know this is a company that they do they never learn a lesson. No. Like, the lesson is going to be, we're just going to beat, we're just going to pin whoever the NXT champions are. Jesus. Except like, Shayna. No, Shayna's getting pinned. You think she's going to, what's she going to do, pin Bailey? I mean, Becky could pin Bailey. Maybe I just I I could maybe I just don't see Becky losing. I don't know. Um, so I don't know where you want to start, man. I mean, okay, let's just go through more of the matches. All right, so the 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 five on five on five women's uh tradition I guess traditional Survivor Series match because it's not traditional but Bro, how the fuck them. does that work? No one's explained this shit. So or at least I don't are know. You, are you thinking it's gonna be like a tr- like a traditional WWE triple threat match where there's only two people in the ring at a time that yes. we're concerned about? Yes, I'm like, how does this make sense at all? Like all right, if I'm like everyone just stay out the ring. They no, they have to know better than that. Is it is it like since it's a triple threat match, are there rules on this match? Like the are there DQs and countouts in this thing? You know what's gonna happen, Rich. You know what's gonna happen. They're gonna put two people in the ring and then they're gonna be three teams standing waiting to tag in. Right. And even worse than that is probably gonna be like no DQ and then like no what idiots never get in the ring. They just let people do the spots. They never make saves. Oh, except for making saves occasionally. Like they don't just I mean I would say just make it tornado, but that's way too much fucking stuff to try to keep up, keep track of. Especially because you're going to do two matches between women and the women and the men like that. Um, and these matches going to be these long matches going to be long, or they're going to be long as fuck, or people going to be getting rapid fire pins out here, motherfuckers losing the snapmares and, and atomic drops, and <laughs> well, we got to find like out who's even, we got to find out who's even going to be these matches. Like nobody for NXT on on the men's side on the, on the men's match or the women's match are announced yet. Um, do you think that um they might keep that a secret like until like war games or whatever is finished and then because it really doesn't matter that they don't announce this stuff uh for NXT but like we're sending a team from NXT like I would like I would like for them to announce it so they give us something to look forward to you, you know what but, you know what Rich I give you that that's fair like it don't really matter because they've already beaten everybody on NXT anyway on Raw and SmackDown or sitting in pack to make them like cowards so yes it, you're right like especially let them you also given the fact they're gonna be war games you don't even know who's gonna be healthy so let's you know 
so that's fair. That that's not the worst thing in the world. That like you don't know who's that acting on be on the NXT thing. Uh, no, they haven't come what? out and said that or anything. So maybe if they said that, they could give themselves some like rope. Be like, yeah, the NXT teams will be revealed. Yeah, as Survivor. You're series. right on TV, but I'm saying like I can. You know, sometimes we'll be like, look, man, I understand why they decided to not do X, Y, or Z because like behind the scenes, there's things going on and like whatever else. Like, and as a, I'll, I'll give them benefit of doubt when stuff like that. So you you don't like you don't want to. It's funny, like you don't want to false advertise nobody, but, 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 but whatever. So, um, but my my question is right. Um, if that's the case, and w- let's give them pass for no NXT people for any of those matches. Why the fuck doesn't Raw have any women's uh, women put up yet? What are they waiting for? So let's see. Um, you know, know this- you know, you know that the Kabuki Warriors and Charlotte is going to be on that thing. It's find two other women, Natty. That's all right. So that's four. Find other Dana? women. Dana is she in Dana's SmackDown? On Smackdown. Let's see, uh, um, who's on the Raw side? Maybe, maybe there's a big return or something. Maybe Ember Moon's coming back or something. Mm, no, nah, I don't think so. That shoulder, it was a shoulder thing. Oh, no, okay. you know, shoulder yeah. should take like six months and stuff all the time, right? Yeah. Nine months. Um, hold on. Let me look at it. I yeah. So like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's a wasteland. Like you, they have more talent than everybody, and then they end up like shorthanded like all the time. Like, <laughs> no, why does this that, happen? It, it's not that they're shorthanded. Is that they fucked up so many people that it feels like they're shorthanded. Jesus. Right. Um, like it. Like think. Okay. Perfect example. Is Dolph Ziggler a talented wrestler? Yes or no? Yes. That's obvious, right? To right? anyone with a brain, yes. Right. Who in the fucking right mind wants to see Dolph Ziggler wrestle in 2019 anymore? <laughs> <laughs> in WWE. You see what I mean? Like, that's a perfect example. That dude is hella talented. That dude has a great look. That dude's super athletic. That dude puts over, that dude can put over anybody and make everybody look a million bucks. Who would want to see him wrestle anymore? Jesus. Like, bro. Okay, so. If Ziggler showed up in, like, AEW, right? <laughs> he, he signed that deal, remember? He signed that deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So, you want to talk about the uh, the, the the women's roster for Raw, right? Yeah. Um, we already know five people should be occupied between Asuka, Becky, um, Charlotte, Kyrie, and Natalia, right? So well, Becky's in the in the trios in the triple threat. So yeah, take her off the table. That's what I mean. Yep. Like, oh, okay. like we assume the four people are going to be Natty, Char- four, three or four of the five people are going to be Natty, Charlotte, um, and the Kabuki Warriors. And, are and are you about to read off Sarah Logan? Are you really about to lead, read off Sarah Logan? No, like. I mean, I could, but no. Um, <laughs> okay, there's Zelina Vega that's available, and they've been putting her over in these women mixed tag matches, and it's a 15-person tag match. You can hide her and show and hide the fact that she's not that good of a wrestler. She can just do spots. That's fine. Um, you can pick either iconic. Um, Nia's too far. <laughs> Nia's too far away. The real pick would be Naomi, but Naomi's been off TV for reasons that. We don't know have to do with Ashley her yet to yeah. this day. Um, so yeah, uh, you also you know, they've been they've been teasing that they're gonna bring back Liv Morgan for forever. Uh, <laughs> there's one too. Oh, you gotta. We're just trying to find bo- warm bodies at this point, Rich. 
Anybody. Um, yeah. So I don't. I don't. You know, hell, Maria Canellis. They've been they, look. She wants to stay. Mike wants to leave. She wants to stay. Put her ass out there. Oh my. Well, she can't. Oh yeah, that's right. Look, she they, she's with child. Nah, she they, she used that as a gimmick. Oh my god, he can't hit her. Exactly. Who wants to fight the pregnant woman? <laughs> they should do that. Like she comes, like well, she she won't be. Pre- I don't think she'll be pregnant by the point. But like she comes out and takes a slide in the Royal Rumble, and like nobody wants to smoke with her. She just don't. Oh well, she my just, god, she's at the king of the mountain in the middle of the ring. She out there just uh, eliminating people with a flick of the wrist. Why not? Like, all, of a she, all she does is like walk up on people and people like want to get away from her because she's pregnant. Like, please, we don't want to hurt you. Uh, fine, I'll get out in the ring. Uh, whatever. Um, look, I, please, please don't listen to that idea. I was just joking. That would be a terrible fucking idea. Don't do that. Yeah. Horrible. Do not do. Don't don't Ever. do events. Yeah, but they can pick anyone. They can pick anyone. Pick any former uh, riot squatter that's not Ruby because she's hurt as well, and go or an or an iconic. Jesus. Whatever. Who you want, Peyton or Billy? I mean, at this rate, you oh, can't Peyton. just easily you can't easily Peyton. just say Peyton. You can't you can't at this like because she's regressed. Like, <laughs> like, like, like you can't just she's like regressed. dismiss like Billy K. Like as a like yeah. It, oh, it's obvious. It's clearly Peyton. No, it's not anymore. Like yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Oh man! Remember when they remember when they were the tag champions and no one gave a flying fuck about the belts? And then like yep. they put them on two people that matter, and like all of a sudden they're getting TV time and they're doing the best seg like they're doing the best like segments with Becky every single week now on Raw. <laughs> I mean that sounds nice. I, I don't <laughs> like I, I I have no complaints about how they're using the Kabuki Warriors at this point right now. I hate the fact that they're Kabuki Warriors, but like as far as being they. They made him a heel tag team or whatever else, but like they're doing well with it. And I, look, those those segments in matches that they do, they they are amongst the best drawing segments on Raw. Mm-hmm. So you know, whatever they're doing well with them. They're one of the few acts that's doing well that are a quote unquote new act, newer act or whatever. But uh, I don't know, man. I just I just wish they had their shit more together and. If you want to say, well, this kind of got sprung up on them with the NXT thing, it's like, well, how many weeks do you need for you to get together and know the fuck you're going to go into for like your fourth or fifth biggest show of the year? Like, how hard is that, really? Like, I just, I don't know. I just saw AW like do six weeks of TV before a pay per view. Like, what was, I mean, like, seriously, what was, um, when, when was, uh, was that Halloween? Was, was, uh, Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah, October 30th was Saudi Arabia. Okay, well, so you have from that to like the twenty fifth, like you have, you have like over three weeks to figure to, to book a card, because this felt this NXT thing fell in your lap. I don't see why you. I don't understand why it takes you this long to figure out like these are all the people that are going to be in these matches. I don't, and, I don't you, see. and you have three shows a week to do it, so yeah. it's like you have. It's not like you only have three. Sh- like in the old days, yeah, we got three raws to put this together. Then it would be like, oh, okay, you know, they they are going to run it up to the buzzer, right? They but you have <laughs> you have fucking SmackDown on Fox, right? You have fucking Raw, you have right. NXT, you have right. fucking WWE backstage where you can fucking announce shit. What is like? What's I, the holdup here? The, the best part is in ring television 
you have as many hours as days in the week to get the shit done. <laughs> 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 Between Raw, three hours, NXT, two hours, and SmackDown, two hours. That's seven fucking hours weekly of television. And you Man. still, you still, it's gonna be a photo finish. Like, I mean, and, and you can't even like say, well, you know, they're, you know, they're more organized than normally. No, they're not. Look what happened at Hell in a Cell. They only had two fucking matches booked. Look at Survivor, look at SummerSlam. They couldn't figure out what the fuck you do with Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Like this is ridiculous. This, this company's broken in so many ways. I, I didn't even think like, about that. Like, bro, what? Look at WrestleMania. They didn't lock Kobe Kingston and Daniel Bryan until like six days before. <laughs> like, I, I I don't get it, man. I don't. I don't get. I don't get why this shit is so. Slight. You know what it is? I feel like Vince like, is almost like a like one of those quarterbacks that took too many hits. He just. He, he just seeing ghosts. Everything. He's scared of his own shadow. He like, has bro. no confidence in himself. Like he has no yeah. sense of, of, of what he used to be able to do. Like it's so weird. So weird. Like Vince McMahon booking like Rick and Q out here. Re- wow, he has the yips. So because remember, like a couple weeks ago, they were headed towards doing Nakamura. Versus Daniel Bryan, where Daniel Bryan becomes Intercontinental Championship champion again, so that like they could put him in a match for that secondary title triple threat. Yep. And then they change their mind and say, no, we need him to take this L for the for you the, do the job for the fucking clown. Like, <laughs> can he look? Can he leave and can he leave and come to full cell? Can he do that? Man, no. Who who Daniel Bryan or the clown? Oh, you know damn well I want Daniel Bryan. You know damn well I don't want no damn. Uh, Bray Wyatt and NXT, fuck no, no, please, God, no, no, don't do it. Okay, so between the five matches, between the you know the secondary triple, secondary title triple threat, the women's t- championship triple threat, the um, the tag team triple threat, and the men and women's Survivor Series matches, which uh, who do you th- which brand do you think is winning what? Because I already know what I think is going to happen. Um, I think I think SmackDown wins the men's. Right. Um because Roman Reigns will be the captain. Right. Um I think the NXT women will win. Yep, same here. Um and the tag teams, they're doing that too, right? Yeah, they're doing tag teams. They'll probably give that one to SmackDown too. <laughs> yep, you're three for three right now and thinking the same thing. Um now, are there any more uh, team up matches besides uh, that? Oh yeah, you have the triple threat for the secondary belt and the triple threat for the women's top championships. Okay, so AJ Styles will win because uh, AJ Styles always wins. Yep, uh, got that four for four. Um, what was the next? The women. I, yes. I'll take Becky Lynch. And She'll we are win. five for five. We all agree on all five <laughs> matches happening the same way. Raw wins two. SmackDown wins two. Like Becky, look, they get to protect Becky on Raw. They get to protect. Roman on SmackDown, and the NXT gets one, and it's the one that no one gives a flying fuck about except for James Boyd. <laughs> so there he goes. Yeah, they get they yeah. one, but like Raw and SmackDown, one. those are the A shows, especially. So they get you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, think the the only thing they got a chance to win it. Look, uh, and let you want to count out who's taking the pins? Like ooh, Roddy ooh, is taking the um, pin. Oh, there's a tag team one too, right? Yeah, you missed New Day. Oh no, I didn't actually. So New Day will win that one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so like SmackDown was there too. They so SmackDown's two would be New Day. Oh, okay. I thought they were doing a tag team elimination uh from each brand. They are, but that's the one that Roman's winning. I'm tripping. Like I, I'm, I'm. I mean, like actual tag teams from the brands. Oh no, 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 no. They're yeah, doing the trip. So. No, it's uh, SmackDown tag champion versus NXT tag champion versus Raw tag champion. Gotcha. So uh, I picked SmackDown anyway. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's a, uh, but yeah, like you talking about who's gonna who's gonna lose? Like I think yeah, Roddy's gonna definitely gonna lose. Um, I. Maybe what? Bailey lose instead of Shayna, but I I would probably assume Shayna just lose. Um, especially because like she she probably if she, I think they want to keep Shayna and Becky alive down for down the road, so yeah, that's she won't come back. But she won't come up until like what January at the earliest. She should have been up. Uh, she she should have came up last January, but yeah. whatever. Um, or like actually honestly, this time last year she should came out after Survivor Series. Um. And been able to, and she should have done her versus Charlotte, but whatever. Uh, yeah. So and then, as far as the um, um, the tag teams, um, I can, I mean, I can see them swapping out. It just, it's hard to imagine them swapping out like matches between um, like let the Roar, let let the uh, the I almost say the Royal Warriors, uh, <laughs> the the Viking like Raiders win. Because it's like, all right, so that means I just I'm just so stuck on like it's gonna be you know two two and one. Like mm-hmm. I just have a hard time imagining like NXT winning more than one. I just I just can't really see that. But maybe I'm maybe I'm you know just flat out wrong on that. But we'll see. Yeah. I'm just basically basically maybe they like try to do some things. type of they try to do some type of shock finish like to help NXT out because I'm keeping that in mind. Like so beat him so just- beat him so. Have the lesser brand come in, we beat them, embarrass them on our TV, and then at the end they win the the matches, the big matches. Like that sounds backwards as fuck, doesn't it? Yep. <laughs> uh, and then mind you, they're gonna roll into their Wednesdays now. Hey, go survive! All that all that invasion shit is over. Um, and, and we beat you and look, made you look like fucking geeks. And yeah. Um, well, maybe they didn't get away with this. Maybe like maybe they didn't get away with. Uh, SmackDown wins two because that's Fox. NXT wins two, and then Raw wins the one with Becky. And you can say, well, either way, USA was gonna win three. But we decided to give the rub in quotation marks to NXT because they won as many as SmackDown. Oh my God! I'm I'm just, I'm just thinking like the possibilities to get out of that, and that would be one. But it's like aside from the women's, um. Aside from the women's um, Survivor Series match, I don't see, I don't see a second match for them to win. Yeah, like, it would be it would be incredible if they won the um, the men's match, but I just can't see that happening. Like you know, Matt Riddle uh, putting his knee through Roman Reigns' face at the end. I wasn't even thinking about that part. I was just more or less thinking like you know, it could be, I don't know, it could be Orton or or whoever else but like I just that would just be awesome like you just know Roddy has no chance of winning you just know that right right um and you know I, I feel like you know Fish and O'Reilly have no chance of winning either Keith Lee breaking Seth Rollins over his knee oh god like is are we <laughs> so 
Did you see that? Uh, I guess it was uh the the Raw a couple days after the invasion from NXT that Keith Lee did the flip dive over the top rope, and I was like, damn. Like, so he's just breaking out on the regular. And Seth, we ain't seen that from Seth since 2015. Damn. <laughs> he outweighs that man by over 100, 120 pounds. It's <laughs> a lot we ain't seen from Seth yeah. uh, of late. Yeah. So uh, what's on this War Games show? Well, right now... Um, it's like Matt Riddle and... Balor and Riddle, because um, Riddle is replacing Gargano because of the neck thing. Um, men's war games, um, where it's undisputed era versus now Dijak taking Riddle spot, um, and Champa in, um, Keefley in what there's a fourth to be announced. Um, some, uh, Josh, um, mentioned other Josh, sorry, not Joshington Smith, the other Josh, uh, mentioned that it could be, it probably could be Swerve because, you know, they had they had some earlier interactions with Roddy Strong and Undisputed Era a few weeks back. Um, could be. What, what about a Velveteen return here? I think he's too injured for that. Gotcha. Yeah. Otherwise, obviously, that would. I think he's too injured for that. Um, but you have that, and then you have the women's, which is um, Kaylee Ray, EO... Bianca and Shayna versus um, Mia, Candice, Rhea, and Tegan Knox, and then just uh, weird. And then I'm assuming that um, the fourth match that they put in will be the tri- uh, triple threat match between uh, Pete Dunne, Damian Priest, and uh, Killian Dane. No one ever wants to see Killian Dane. Uh, no, I don't really. Think there are any people that want to see Killian Dane? So, so, what do you make of this women's heels team? Like, what the fuck do they have in common? Like, <clears throat> like, like. So, what was that? Shayna Baszler, Bianca, Shayna and Io and Bianca and Kaylee Ray and like. Meanwhile, the most of the storyline for this summer was Io and Bianca. I don't need nobody. Both, both want Shayna again. And they were basically feuding with Rhea because Rhea came in like she was going to get the next shot. So they two were both trying to sabotage Rhea. So now they decide, well, this person I want to feed, I guess maybe it's like, maybe if I scratch Shayna's back, she'll give me a title shot. I don't know what the fuck. I, whatever. Bro. Yeah. I, I'm just looking at this team. I'm like, these people, it's not even, I can't even fake like they would hang out with each other or have anything to discuss. Like, how does Shayna not pick her own fucking stable mates? Like, I don't. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I guess you can. I guess you can make the same right. argument. You know, they sorry. I I guess you can make the same argument that Shayna made for uh, for why she said that Dakota Kai is a weak link and she shouldn't be on the on the babyface team. Um, and that's the reason why Rhea didn't pick Dakota. Like, can't be. Stakes too high. Can't be having no geeks on the team. Um, yeah. I, that's the best this, I could do. That's this one don't seem of. like it really makes a bunch of sense, but uh, they just doing it just to do it. Um, yeah. And yeah. also, like you know, we can't we can't really we try to put as many bodies around Shane as possible, <laughs> so she can have a really good match on the takeover instead of embarrassing or instead of being the weak link in almost every fucking match, unless she's in there with EO. So. So yeah, I think that's kind of where he's like. I wonder what her star rating on Takeover is with non-Japanese women. I really wonder what the fuck it is. 
Like, it can't be that great. I mean, like, her, her matches aren't bad. Um, or I, I don't mean, uh, I, I should say uh, Japanese women. But I, I wonder what, um, her matches aren't that are bad. It's just like, she's, they're putting her in a bad spot. Like, she'd probably do much better if she was in the opener, but they can't put her in the opener because she's a women's champion. So she has to, like, follow, you know, Ricochet. <laughs> she has to follow, like, Ricochet and Alistair Black versus the War Raiders and shit, you know? Or she has to follow, like, Matt Riddle versus, uh, uh, Matt Riddle versus, uh, Roger Strong. Strong. Yeah, yeah, like, that's not, that's, that's, that's a good luck. Good it's fucking a tough luck. life. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I think, you know, they're not really doing her favors. Like, when you're doing, like, a scientific or a storytelling match or whatever else, that doesn't necessarily have, like, the biggest heat in the world. And, like, when you go against one of these barn burners or follow one of those barn burners, it's going to be tough. And, like, I, I feel like she, that's, that's kind of like setting up for failure in, in a way. Um, but whatever, they insist on having her be the, you know, hey, be the champion. Hey. That's on her. Or that's as, on them. As I've heard elsewhere, Shayna Baszler, PWG withholds. I'm sorry, what? That, that's her whole style is PWG withholds. I don't know what that's supposed to even mean. Like, you know, it, is that an so insult like, or compliment? I don't get. I don't it's know. kind of an insult. Like, <laughs> uh, all right. It's like she she does her one or two little holds in, in, in between, you know. Okay. So someone like circling her essentially. <laughs> mm. Mm. Like it'd be one thing if I saw like you know, I I've gone to a bad habit of looking at like Google Trends for people. Google Trends. Yeah. It's like it'd be one thing if I kind of spend like okay, her character work is so strong if people always talk about her character work. If her character work is so strong and like she was trending above other people like other people in that division and it's like or she's moving the rating, and then, like, every single week the EO's on, she's moving the rating <laughs> for, for NXT. But, like, I never hear any of that shit for Shane. It's like, look, man, just, just put the fucking belt on the best wrestler you have in that division and call it a day. Please stop wasting our fucking time. Yeah. Wh- whatever. Um, yeah. And, and it's not even like Shane is bad. She's not at all. She's just not as good as EO and then not she's as not exciting. as and she's not as athletic as be or, or as like a force charisma as Bianca and it's like come on man <laughs> come on and then like Rhea comes into the scene and like I really like Rhea a lot but um I feel Isn't like she she's just babyface Shayna Baszler like <laughs> Kind of. I feel like she's over because people are sick of Shayna more than it is like we really like Rhea. And like, look, whatever works, works. But like, I wonder what's going to happen after she eventually dethrones uh, Shayna because I think that's, that's going to happen. And like, I hope the, for the best because I, I, I mean, we've always liked Rhea, even from the first Mayon Classic. But um, like, if she's going to if she's going to come over here and, be, and do this powerhouse shit, like, I hope she goes out here and kills it. Cause like I really enjoyed the matches she had with um, Bianca a few weeks ago. That was really fun. Um, like more of that and less of the you know oh my arm oh I you know oh like I can't put you to my choke oh I'll just use my legs this time like oh I don't give a fuck man you you told me this story before I've seen it three other times. All right anyway um so that's that's I guess that's a week. 
Um, yeah. What do you What do you think this even means? Oh, I'm, uh, nothing. Okay. Yes, uh, nothing. Yes, yes. I, can, I, I can tell you. I stop myself. What do you think it means for the future of NXT or whatever else? Like nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. They they proceed like this uh, event never happened. Like this weekend. Um, I think you'll get a mention like, yeah, you know, these superstars, they competed against the Raw and SmackDown superstars, but we're back, you know, yeah. <laughs> like we're, you know, so on to the next shit. Yeah. Like they even, even, they didn't, I feel like there was opportunity to do more interesting things that would have been able to like be able to get you a way to explain how you can get main roster people to a, a or NXT to try to, you know, compete against AEW which I thought was kind of the point of this as, as well, but they didn't even do that. Like, they're just like, oh, we'll just have one or two people show up, like, you know, once a week. So we don't even announce it. Whatever. I, like, y'all don't even know how to, like, <laughs> y'all don't even know how to sabotage people right. Like, damn. Like, I don't know. This um, losing it all around. Yeah. Like, if. You you figure they'd be good they'd be better at nefarious tactics like they could have told an easy story about like oh yeah like NXT won and some of the former NXTers were you know kind of want to go back to NXT so therefore besides just Finn Balor you'll also have I don't know the revival or um, Sasha Banks or pick pick any of them that was Sami Zayn is coming back to NXT like they didn't even like they're not even tease anything like that like. There's something at stake for somebody to screw somebody over to do that for. I mean, you know, the, the uh, it's almost the- better they didn't do that because, like, ultimately, if you're gonna sell out for the sake of this storyline, then they would have to like commit to that and leave these people hanging around NXT that don't ultimately like fit anymore. But you can, always, uh, but the thing is, like, it's if they're in NXT. You don't have to worry about Vince's booking. You can Triple H to, to fix it, and he I, I trust him to fix it as opposed to Vince's be like, well, I don't know. Um, but they're, they they kind of tease in the first uh, the first Raw episode like that uh, Seth was deciding between Triple H because he was at a crossroads in his career, and then like they immediately had him like just squash that as opposed to using that intrigue. And it's like, of course, of course. You can't even you can't even tease that out until the end of the show and then and have them you know be nah I'm I'm team brand guy you know you, can't, you couldn't even do you couldn't even do that like I, whatever just you know I go yeah I guess I guess remember when they used to like give you possibilities and then like would tease you on certain things and then either deliver or, or go in a different direction that was. I don't know. It's it's really weird. Like I, I know a show that does that. Yeah, yeah. AEW Dynamite. What yes, were your thoughts on this week's show? Loved it. Um, <laughs> lots of uh, things that you know happened. Just the Scorpio Sky thing is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, William Jericho was walking around talking about a little bit of the bubbly for the first time. Uh, he was like Scorpio Sky over there. You'll never get a shot at this, and I remember that. I remembered that, and I was like, "Huh, maybe." And I was like, "Whatever, I'll just tuck it away." But this is a trait of like you know the storytelling that the elite has exhibited elsewhere. Um, you know, throw some out there, and then you want it. It comes back, and it means something. And I think that's just one of the great 
tactics in wrestling that has been lost. And, you know, I, I love, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I thought MJF was phenomenal. Uh, I described it as not even a star making performance. He just walked out there and it was like, yeah, I've been doing this for 10 years and he hasn't. And <laughs> it was just like natural. It was, you know, I thought it was, I, th- I thought it was great. Like he just absorbed the heat and then, you know, he's not boring you at all to, to get you to boo him. And he's, uh, no he's got mascots. his own correct. No dog mascots. Mm. He's got his own version of reality that he's tapping into, uh, that, you know, I look forward to seeing more of what he's talking about. Uh, they, they do a debut, uh, with this fucking monster Wardlow. That's, that's a huge motherfucker. Um, of course, uh, you get, you know, dark orders getting over more, um, Jungle Boy and, and Marco was were cool. Um, not really seeing it with the women's division, uh, you know, still. Um, work in progress remains to be seen. But um, Darby Allen and John Moxley, I don't know. I, I'm I'm loving it. So, um, <laughs> and then, of course, like that, that big brawl that set up Private Party and um, – a PMP for next week. Like AEW's firing on all cylinders right now, uh, and you know, except one. But <laughs> yeah. so, and, and I'd rather them take the time to get it right than rush it out there and it's not good. Uh, and I think that's kind of the dilemma that I feel like they think they're in. Um, so, and, and there was like a big, um, you know, thing before, like Dave had got himself in trouble pretty much with you know stuff he was saying. Oh, you're and, talking about uh, the other day's uh, Observer? No, I'm talking about a couple months ago. Mm, what do you say? What happened that time? So that was when he was like, you know, they might be scared to like run women out there, you know, for raises. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll tune shit. out and that thing. So um, I don't necessarily think like, all right, it depends on who you're talking about in that case. I'm not fucking putting an alley on dynamite. Alley is right. terrible. Right. Um, I'm not putting, you know, the the some of the tag matches that were on dark were fucking horrible and, and i think people just need to you know admit that and and not and, and not want it on this on on the show for the sake of like yo you know we're we're going to put this terrible match out here just just cuz like nah if it's not ready for prime time it's not ready for prime time right um, my my thing is just like bring in and hire women that can work if you if if and put them in with the women that you want to highlight so they can get better or whatever else, like I don't understand why this is so hard. It seems like they understand all this shit to get all these other people over, except for like the women. And I don't know if it's because like you know they always talk about there are no writers or whatever else, so people are doing their own thing or whatever else, and people are chipping in here and there adding ideas. But like it feels like it you can't say like, they ain't working hard to get Brick Baker over. Right, and they're being creative with Brit, but like I almost feel like they are not like putting at least from what I see on TV anyway. Like I don't see like that kind of effort and commitment to storytelling or character development that they have to, you know, whether it's the the programs between um, Santana Ortiz or building Santana Ortiz or building Private Party or building uh, SEU through uh, the story with Daniels being heard in. Uh, in Scorpio Sky, what they're doing with the women. Like, we had one proper women's feud 
Um, and it was done, and it was, it had a story. They didn't like each other because of something that happened in a match. One person's an asshole back and she's a heel. Babyface wants her revenge because this person's been an asshole. They cut their promo and they had their match. Was the match the best thing in the world? No. Was it, did the match tell a story? Yes. Uh, and then they moved on from there. And, but, like, that was it. And, like, that was on the fucking pre-show. And none of that stuff was even on the show. So, it seems to me like... And I, I say this on uh, the show last night with... um on all things elite with Floyd. Like it feels like they say we have 20 to 25 minutes for all women's activity, all women's activity. And we will not go a drop a, a second over there. And you know what? And either you get a long match or we're just going to do a short match. And then a talk segment afterwards to get awesome Kong over like last weekend. I just, oh, they're doing something with 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 Awesome Kong, but like I don't exactly know what, and I'm kind of like I don't really get the motivation yet, and like <laughs> I have one that's comical, but I don't have a real one, um, and I'm waiting for like when are you gonna give me what you're really after or whatever else, and and then we go from there. Like if you're trying to set up this, you know she she's mowing she's big monster that's mowing through the rest of the division until she gets to Riho. I kind of need like. Start having her beat up these women instead of scalping these white women. Like, have her go out there and beat these women in matches. Squash them in matches and go from there. As opposed to, she's just attacking from behind or whatever else. I mean, I, I feel like, get it going already. And then, you know, it's kind of weird for me that you do that. Where, like, Nyla has a squash match. And then, like, the very next segment is Awesome Kong coming out to beat up another woman. Like, you just went back-to-back monster on me. I, that's mm-hmm. kind of, I, I that's kind of weird. Or redundant is really what I'm going for, but we'll see what goes forward. Like I'm still, and I'm still waiting for them to do some type of, you know, highlight on the fucking world cha- women's champion of AEW. We have she, she ain't sat down, da- she can't even sit down to say a single word in her native language or even in America or try to speak uh, English. They just like she no. What's her character? Okay, she's a, she's this cute petite girl. She comes out and she wrestles really hard. Okay, it's over. Yeah, I understand it's over. Like, but if since it gets over, can we like build more of an of a bond and a connection with her since she already is connected with the wrestling? No, not yet. When then? I'm still waiting on the win. They did a video package for her uh, before she won the belt, but nothing since. So, um, yeah, I assume they'll get it right at a certain point. So. I'm not really worried. Uh, just kind of, you know, just keep an eye on it. So I, th- I think the thing that for me is like, and this isn't their fault, is that like they 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 have such a depth of people that you care about in NXT for the women's division, and they build that over they build that up over time. But so they they still deserve the benefit of time to figure this out. But time keeps. And it- and it's they, and it's not like they're they're pulling like like all right they say don't have like, Bianca Belair's or Yoshirai's yes there there's that and they're not pulling like these people that have these long um like like a Darby Allen for example was a relative newcomer on the national mm-hmm. scene right but he has like a prolific like indie career to like look back on so there are people that know them like mm-hmm. the hardcores don't even know these people like and, and yeah. like I had never seen Nyla Rose I had never seen Riho I had mm-hmm. never really seen Britt Baker. So they are introducing these people too. 
So yeah, yeah and that's that just gonna take time. Like I, that's just not gonna just like roll out the box. Like <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just like you would say that like Awesome Kong would be like the established vet, right, in that division. I think she's done. Like, but. Like she uh, won't wrestle anymore. Or she you think she's washed. I think she's washed. Like yeah. I'm. Yeah, I can see I, that. Yeah, she's I can washed. see that. I can see that. Um, I, I guess I, I guess what I'm saying is like, why didn't you hire more established indie women's talent that people know to try to bring you up to speed or bring you up to speed with the people that you really want to push? Like you have a you have a um. You have Jericho, you have Pac, you have Moxley, you have Kenny Omega, or you have like the Lucha Bros, but you also want to get over Darby Allen and Janela and um, Sammy Guevara. Sammy, Sammy Guevara, Hangman. Yeah, like you have that in the, in the men's division and tag divisions. But like, like, you clearly want to get over Britt Baker, but. I don't know how you get over Britt Baker by having her beat other people that like we're also learning about too at the same exact time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I think that's a lot of the thing that has to do with Dynamite too. Is like, yo, you got all these people that are over, and we just gonna bump them off the show, like to just start, like they're fighting for for they're fighting for minutes, like right now, and it's like, and until I feel like a until AW like feels like they're in a position to where they can sacrifice some of that, which I don't think they are. They they. You know, I, I think they're trying to just make sure they survive and like, yo, this is, is going to roll out slower. <clears throat> but until they can comfortably be like, yo, this is where we're at. All right. Now we can start opening up this time. Like, yeah, I'm fine with what they're doing right now. Like, you know, I, I and I would I like that. more? Yes. But I, it's like I get that. But that also like the thing that doesn't that doesn't jive with me, but this week would be the exception, but like previous weeks, they had no qualms about putting Shan out there for twenty minutes with Carl Sheeta, right? Mm-hmm. Like we didn't but know the if, fuck. Even then, right. even then, that was the only uh, thing. Right. But my point is, if you're if you're willing to d- dedicate twenty minutes to a woman that we've seen only a couple times and never on TV before, plus a person we've never seen on TV before, Russell, like Russell, to dedicate twenty minutes to their match. Mm-hmm. That you can't tell me that you can't that you wouldn't be interested that you that you can't develop to say all right we'll have a short women's match here and then we'll split the time a short match and make it effective for one person's development like a like a Nyla squash or a Oscar squash or um, Hikaru Shido needs need somebody's face off in, inside of some jobber's face off in five minutes and then do some of this profile or some of this or talking segment work like I just I don't get it like. I just don't, especially this week when it's like, or at least maybe this is a change because like um, this week's episode, because after the pay-per-view, they decided like, we were going to give you a bunch of angles and new directions after this pay-per-view and we're going to have to see what's going to, we're going to definitely have to see what's next for Riho or Britt Baker or, you know, Nyla. And, you know, it looks like AEW is like dipping their hands a little bit in the, um, you know, American woman women scene so like chris statlander was on aw dark who i've heard mm-hmm. is a top woman that's out there right now so who knows if this leads to her being there of course you know big swole's uh around mercedes Man. martinez is around Man, where's dust no idea um 
Nicole Savoy. She was in the Battle Royal. Right. Why, why don't they call her back? Right. And, like, I mean, she's going to at least be doing other stuff besides AEW up until at least December because she's, she's going to be doing an um, exhibition tag match with um against Mayu and Tam Nakano. So, you know, she was in that Battle Royal. Um, or the, or was it called the battle? Or was it the wild card battle royal? Whatever the hell they called it? Uh, Black casino Jack, battle royal. Casino yeah. battle royal. She was in that, but you know whatever her commitments are, kind of need to <laughs> I wrap, hope, them, wrap that shit up. I hope so. Like I mean, we have Mercedes Martinez right now. She's doing the she won for pro, pro wrestling Eve, so she's over there for now. Um, I don't know how long, much longer that goes, but I think you know. If we ever, if she ever is to come around, like it'll be soon. So you know, I, I I don't I don't believe that they're done, um. But I, you know, I I want this to start. You know, I want to start curling right. I need to start curling right. I, I, it's kind of <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot left to be desired. So, and I love AEW so much so far that like, I want like this is like their one glaring hole. It like once they plug this thing, like I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. <laughs> Yeah, but you know we got Scorpio Sky getting pushed out here, so <laughs> I, all I that even, shit. I wasn't even Boy. talking about that, but sure, yeah. Boy, you know. <laughs> like, like, like yeah. Look, so look, Solo Phoenix next week. Pe- people gonna have to start walking that shit back. Hey, Solo uh, Phoenix next week. Yeah, Solo Nick Jackson next week. <laughs> like, I, I started, Can't wait. I started out with the hundred mile hour fastball. You want to talk about some? You want to talk about a damn ninety three mile per hour uh, slider? Okay, cool. I guess. All right, Nick, go show you. Yeah, Nick, he Nick sure gonna show you. So yeah, he's definitely gonna outshine Phoenix, right? You gonna be right there with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I bet. <laughs> Look, Nick is good. Nick is great, but there's levels to the shit. <laughs> <laughs> like Phoenix is one of the best in the world, flat out. Like Nick Jackson's a great wrestler. I don't, I don't think, I don't see him on that level. I, like you know, but you know, he can prove me wrong. He can prove me wrong, but I, but I think they're gonna have a great match. But and, and that too, that match is they, so cool because it's like, um, com- their comment sections get overwhelmed. Like when when they go out on their social media and they're like, "Hey, what matches would you fans like to see on AEW Dark?" Mm-hmm. So they have. They get fucking thousands of responses in there, and just scrolling through them, like you know, you you do like four or five scrolls down, you start seeing Phoenix versus Nick Jackson, Phoenix versus Nick Jackson. Like, I think I might have submitted that too, just as you know, like why not? Like, do a singles match, uh, Phoenix and Nick Jackson, and they fucking do it. Like, <laughs> so it's just like I don't know. They're, the fan service is uh, uh off the charts here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, John Moxley and Darby Allen. I know they had a match in Northeast Wrestling over the summer, so they are right. familiar with working each uh, with each I other. First discovered about the uh, Darby Allen and the and the ha- hands handcuff thing. Yeah, so um, I'm hoping that one's a, a excellent match as well. So I I was uh, all in the, uh, to to uh, Dynamite this week, and it continues to look. It continues to roll on like excellence continues. So. And I actually saw NXT this week for the first time. Yeah, I know. know. Yeah, yeah. All it took was me to basically like kidnap you. That's, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Had to take you to another county from where you live. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, you know. You kind of, you kind of have a phobia of dogs. I had to put a dog in the room and force you to watch the shit. Oh my god! Yes, man. I don't, I don't be fucking with no dogs. Uh, you know. 
I watched the NXT, um, and I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't feel bad. Like, I don't feel like I really miss. Like, I, I, I didn't watch NXT weekly in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, wow, I don't think I'd ever watch uh, this over AEW, but like, it was still good. Um, but the it's definitely a different NXT than than it's been. Um, I like the uh, Russian Garza match. I think Garza is a superstar. Um, I, I know he speaks great English. The only thing is, is you know, the, will the size get him? Um, compared to who, Leo Rush? No, nah, not compared Leo Rush. I'm to, talking about to like who, Adam Cole. Like, I think he's a superstar. I don't think oh, either of those. Well, oh, I think he's a superstar. Gotcha. gotcha. Well, Vince fucks him up. Correct. Or gets, Correct. gets a chance to fuck him up. Correct, because well, you know I mean, they got his they got his cousin on the roster. They don't have a clue what to do with him. Um, well, well, yeah. So like they, look, what are they? Look, every year they try to find a new Rey Mysterio or a new Eddie Guerrero. They haven't found one since they found the first Rey Mysterio or Eddie Guerrero. Like maybe they should stop trying that. <laughs> maybe they should allow these people to be who they are. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I didn't mean it necessarily as they're trying to like box him into those into those uh, into Latino Heat or Master Six One Nine stuff. I'm just you saying, sure like, about that because were... <laughs> because every motherfucker they try is wearing a mask or or you know they have a who was Del Rio supposed to be between those two between those two between Ray or Eddie? Del Rio is a one of one. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, like like what other like. Like, okay, I, I know you're gonna say you're gonna yeah. say Kalisto is supposed to be Ray. I get, I get that. I get that. Um, you know, Kalisto, Grand Metalik, Sin Cara, uh, Sin Cara Two, Sin Cara Azul, <laughs> Sin Cara Negro. Look, man, hold on, bro. Sin Cara Negro and Sin Cara Two are the same person. <laughs> Why are you acting like there's been five Sin Caras? There's been two. Stop this. <laughs> you're not being fair. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. So, like, if they allow Angel Garza to get over, rip his pants off, do his gimmick, uh, he'll be a superstar. I think. Like Vince, you know, Vince will get rid of them. Uh, we get rid of them pants in like two weeks. Oh like, my no, god! Wait, in two months, he'll be like, what? What is there? Be-? You know, somebody's gonna come. Some heel gonna come on and be like, what do you have beyond the pants and stuff? And then they'll be like, I'm more than just my pants. And then he gets rid of the pants, and that's the, <laughs> and that's the fucking end of it. He's like, it is. He's getting over with it. Like you hear the crowd. You you don't. You, the crowd can't have nothing, huh? Okay. Nothing. All right. Uh, um. Uh. The yes ladder match. Fuck, man. I've always uh, hated yeah. this shit. Right. <laughs> I think uh, the ladder match that they did, I thought it was okay. I think I heard people build it up a lot more than uh, what it I, I watched. I thought so, it was very good. I didn't think it was great. Yeah, like I was hearing, this is a superstar performance, star main performance for me. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, where? Like, I mean, <laughs> if, if, look, I would say if you think that uh, Mick Foley had a star main performance in Hell in a Cell two, then I guess yes, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Like, like if you if you think it's a star making performance, you just take a whole bunch of unnecessary punishment because of mistakes that were made. And sure, like yeah. if Mia if Mia holds that that uh that ladder lower, she doesn't get her her nose busted. If her nose never gets busted, then they probably pay the rest probably pay attention to that ladder bridge that uh that fell over, and she doesn't have to take such a horrific fall. She just takes a normal horrific fall through it or less horrific fall through uh a fully yeah. supported ladder bridge as opposed to 
you know, at the angle and she takes a huge epic crash and burn. Like yeah, she definitely, gotta... she definitely gets points for, you know, she definitely gets a G card for that. But like, yeah, this is somebody that's been wrestling a rock for a while now and like had injuries to her knees specifically. Like, I don't think she needs more tread on the tires in that, that sort of way. Yeah, they had Dakota Kai coming in the match cheating for the for the baby faces, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like at a certain point, and it was it's just, just like, "Okay, see how much of a loser Dakota is," and you you know that what that means? Like, I feel like Dakota's gonna come out here and, and screw over the baby faces at, at War Games. That, that's oh how my I feel. God. And then, like, finally align with with Shayna, which will be hilarious, uh, given the reality of the situation between those two. But, what? Oh but, whatever. Like, uh, is 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 Dakota Kai gonna come in the cage and beat up all the heels, and then be like, "Y'all should have trusted me." Oh my and then god! Walk out. Thing? Fuck out of here. No. <laughs> there, look, y'all should have put me on the I, team. This is what I will say. If Dakota Kai lays out Io Shirai for any reason whatsoever in the next, I, I think I might just be. I think I just might have to like reassess what the fuck's going on. Like, <laughs> nah, like they if they can ha- they can have a competitive match, but just oh she's and especially oh my can you imagine Dakota Kai beating up Bianca Belair? What? What? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Look, there is no universe where yeah. Dakota Kai would beat Bianca Belair in anything. Uh, Nothing, not a single athletic endeavor. No. Yeah. Yeah. Can't see it. I don't see it. You know. No. (laughs) Yeah. At all. No. You know. um, And to think about it again, and I still come up with no, no. Trying to think, what else was on that show? Uh, Keith Lee and Roger Strong match was pretty good. Um, I um, um, you know, uh. None, none, no clean finish, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. they're getting Keith Lee over. Um, he would make a good, he would make a good uh, future North American champion or whatever else. Um, I, I, I wish Keith Lee could be the heel champion of NXT, uh, just for the, uh, just for the, for the banter around it, and you know him to really like, you know, turn it up, and you know more, more heel champions. I, I now I I have not advocated for a heel champion in a while, but when they were doing that foreshadowing with Keith Lee acting like he was going to turn on ACH, mm-hmm. I was digging it, and because I was like, well, once they get these little scrawny one hundred sixty pound uh, <laughs> dudes out the world title picture, they could put it on this big black motherfucker, like, <laughs> and and you know switch up the dynamic a little bit around here. So that that's so kind of basically what I, be like Walter for the domestic version. You got it. Okay, fair enough. Who gonna whoop Keith Lee? Uh, 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 that, that would be that. That's what I would build my NXT around. I think you could get it. You could you could get Keith Lee uh, to to Tampa, and then you could have Riddle go and finally win it from him or whatever. But, I think that's too soon. Like I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, then like you get Keith Lee the championship by, you know, you get, he would you, ne- he would be winning it like have already won it or like winning it at War Games. Like in this uh, scenario, really, what I'm saying is if you're gonna get Keith Lee a title or make to be the heel champion, you give him a run and then you have him uh, drop it to Riddle. Mm-hmm. So like that, I think that's like you, do, you say that for like next year's SummerSlam or something like that, probably. Yeah, 
if that, if that were something they were gonna do, but like they with that when you talking about back the, during the ACH thing, but nah, that's not what they did. And like I'm I'm thinking now, like in retrospect of how the, abrupt the title run was, like I almost feel like they 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 took the belt off of Johnny be, uh short, earlier than they wanted to because he so broke up. Probably. Yeah, so, I mean, now, like, I'm not like, wait, so you only want to do to have, like, go from one cycle to what to the next cycle with a belt? That sounds ridiculous, but whatever. Um, dudes broke up. Are you uh, getting concerned about uh, Gargano? Or is it you think this is just a, a, a string of bad luck, like, these, like, last, like, six months or so? Um... That that fully could be the case. You can come back like 2020 firing on all cylinders and, you know, healthy, rested and everything like that. But um, he's well, a high mileage guy. You know, he was in the Indies forever. Right. Well, it depends because we don't even know if he's getting some type of surgery or anything, right? Like, this know, feels it feels like be like yeah Johnny got grown why are you out general soreness like <laughs> old right like like how Popovich used to put on the uh, the the DMP for 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 Duncan like yeah. DMP old um yeah it's just for me I, I'm trying to figure out or I'm, I'm I'm thinking about this and we you know they're talking about like you know Johnny hasn't really been doing TVs he has a, he hasn't done house shows and you know people were spe- were talking about like you know his his knees were the problem. Or whatever else, I was like, all right, well, so he's 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 never rest. He's only wrestling like once every two months because his knees are so bad. Then, if the rest hasn't helped that, then he needs to go get scoped or whatever else is up with his knees. Or if it, maybe it's just a, or if it's a situation where like he's bone on bone or whatever already already hit his age, mm-hmm. then okay, but like. We we didn't we just heard like his knees and then like it's a neck thing and we don't know if he already had a bad neck because he's a wrestler he's been wrestling for a long time and obviously he had a bad neck or this was because of the the brain buster mm-hmm. but I didn't hear anything about a neck surgery for that either so it's more the same where he's just off to the side and he's out of sight out of mind until it's time for him to you know do whatever program he needs to do or have whatever match so I guess that means we will probably won't see him again until like. It's time for Phoenix, I guess. Or not Phoenix, but a uh, Royal Rumble weekend. Hmm. Yeah. I w- but one thing is like... One thing that I that I find to be is a problem is like they put it... They immediately threw in Riddle because obviously it saves the match, but Riddle has done a lot more losing than I thought he ever would have um, in this year in NXT, uh, his first year in NXT. So yeah, um, I and I, you I think that's... Him, I mean, you almost have to piss him in it. He's going to lose this match too, right? So it's like more lo- more losing. Uh. Like if it was me, damn that that's that's one of them booked into a corner matches, huh? Like I don't want to beat Matt Riddle, but do you beat Balor on his first match back? I mean, do I you mean, want? Shit! I look, man. I'm not sacrificing nobody for Matt Riddle. I don't. I wouldn't either. Like Finn Balor, bro. You 38 years old. You <laughs> had a run on the main roster. <laughs> it's cool they bring you down here to do this, and they're trying to have them cut these weird ass interviews. And 
you know, shit like that. I don't know if it's working all like that, but I know what's not. I'm sure. Have you have you uh, seen have you heard about like his uh, his segment like the court hours for his segment? Yeah, yeah, the motherfuckers turned off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you know that could be an anomaly. But I mean, I'm not I, I, I I'm not sacrificing good. nobody for Matt Riddle. Yeah, like I'm not saying he's not over anything like that. I'm just saying like it's this like I don't think people want to boof in Balor. Yeah. Yeah, especially and, if, especially if you didn't watch his New Japan stuff, like why would you ever boo Finn Balor? Yeah, like the work. What's, his, what, what's what? Like why don't you like him? Because like de- because Vince McMahon made him boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They made this dude that was just like this, you know, this great athlete wrestler guy that was that that could work stiff, whatever else. Um, and had a great look, great physique. Uh. You know, had the cool stuff going on with like the the demon thing or whatever else, and then like Vince said, "Yeah, let's never popular with men, women, and children, yeah, all the all yeah. the audience." Like let's let's and then like let's not do any of that stuff at all for him because like he got hurt one time. You know, like, he's so that, weird. That being said, I would have Matt Riddle uh, knee him in the face and you know hit the rest of the finishers, the bro, Derek, the, the fucking, uh, <laughs> trigger, the fucking, <laughs> yeah, all that, yeah. uh, bro to sleep. Oh, uh, the yeah. broton. Yeah, bro. I, I be treating uh riddle. Like he was, you know, no pun intended Goldberg around this bitch. Like just going through everybody. Final, final flash, the knee. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I will say this though. Maybe they, maybe they decided a riddle because like, all right, you look at the year that we've had in uh or the last year of uh NXT, who's more of a sure bet to have us? Uh, if Gar if Gargano's all on the table, who's more of a sure bet to have a great match with anybody just because of the way they wrestle? Uh, it would be Riddle. I guess Riddle, Roger Strong. You Riddle, know, it'd be Riddle, Roger Strong, and after that, probably like Colin Lee. Mm-hmm. Like. Riddle just rustles in a way where it's like it's impossible not to have a good match. He all he does is come out and beat the fuck out of people and let and people and, and he sells for people. Like it's really his matches are so simplistic. Like I don't want to say they're like Walter, but like it's obviously more like you know uh, in and out stuff than that. But like this person comes out here and does her thing, and their stuff is just so like universally like obvious, easy to get into. There's like. He if he just tries hard and you try hard and you come up with and you come up with um with some a couple few a, a few ideas there's your great there's your four stars right there. Hard to fuck up, Matt Riddle. Yeah, kind of is. I guess that's uh anything else to really get to this week? Mm, no, nah, not really. I don't think so. I mean, um, you know, some of that Jordan Miles stuff is out there. Uh, I guess he quit the company, and you know, he he called WWE racist. He actually did a Q and A that's up on his new Twitter page. I would encourage people to check out. Uh, that will pretty much quell any of this, like you know, mentally unstable stuff. Uh, he did say that you know he he has anxiety problems sometimes, but I mean, who doesn't? So I mean, <laughs> um, I, I don't think it's a you know a a problem that he just desperately needs help for that he's calling WWE racist. I don't I don't think that you know that is a sign of of mental you know collapse or anything, huh. uh, as some have touted it on Twitter. But um, yeah, hopefully you know we're we're gonna we're we're not really like we're kind of trying to let this whole thing play out before we really. You know, 
let y'all know what it is. But we're we're, we're keeping an eye on it. So yeah, I guess it's uh, really really weird. It's like people are so upset at one person like being upset. Obviously, there's a bunch of idiots on Twitter that that say stuff that's ridiculous, and those are the crazies. But it's really disheartening, like it always is, to see like the amount of people that like, yeah, someone did a racism, but dot dot dot. It's like, no man, someone did a racism. Period. The end. Like the stuff on the after end. Like who cares if you didn't handle it well? Like how are you handling well if you had your fucking humanity? Like you know like, fucked with, or your dignity fucked with, like, that's, it, it, it's really weird, or, like, or, or, like, not even that, it's, like, it's the five millionth time it's happened to you, yeah, right, like, it's like, like <laughs> and, and that video, like, uh, he, he says, like, this isn't no, like, new thing for him, and, you know, it, it took him back to, you know, experiences that he's had coming up in the business, and I don't know if he thought he was past that, but it took him to a bad place, so he reacted. So yeah, and and like, I don't know why like they always have to have why there's always a need. Well, I know why there's always a need, but like I always find it strange that there's always a need for like the the black person that has racism done to them and then they handle it in the, like the most perfect way ever. Has to be just full of class. And, yeah, like know. nah, man. Like something ugly happened to me, and I return in kind ugly. It, it like that's. It's kind of par for the course, I, or, or that's how it should be anyway. Yeah, you got anything else? Nah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of the show. Be sure to rate us on whatever app you're using. Listen to this too. Uh, tell the folks about the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Be sure to check out our friends at PowerSlam.tv, the sponsor of the show. If you're a fan of independent pro wrestling, they have over five thousand hours of footage from all over the world. You can use the code Social Suplex to get your free month's trial. And don't forget about uh, visiting. Wrestling Tees or Pro Wrestling Tees.com slash Social Suplex pick up some official Social Suplex Podcast Network merchandise. Um, be sure to check out the other shows on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Um, Sundays we have One Nation Radio, Tuesdays we have uh, Keeping a Strong Style, Wednesdays we have the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast, every other Wednesday we have Roman Washes Shit. On Thursdays we have Getting the Ring, and on Saturdays we have All Things Elite. Thanks for listening. Peace. Later.